Do some market, stock market work. Holy cow. Stock's up 10 straight days. 10 straight days, year to date. The S&P 500 is up 18.1%. The NASDAQ is up 34%. However, we got a Fed meeting this week, and um, interest rates are still relatively high. And I'm also watching two things. There's a rally in gold, and there's also a rally in energy prices. Crude oil, West Texas, back up to $77, and Brent crude up to almost $81. And we have two distinguished panelists, ladies night out. Here we are, ladies morning out. Stephanie Links, Chief Investment Strategist for Hightower Advisors and Head of Investment Solutions, and Nancy Tengler, CEO and Chief Investment Officer, Laffer Tengler Investments, and uh, longtime friend, author, columnist, and so forth. Nancy Tengler, a star of the Cudlow Show last night, absolutely dominant, <laughs> unbelievable. Nancy Tengler, um, you know, you, you, how many times have you said in the last three, four, five months that you're adding risk to your portfolio, and here we are in this big rally? almost up 20% since last fall. And uh, I know Stephanie is always trying to look for the best in life. That's why we love her. I'm going to Stephanie first. Steph, 10 straight days, 18% up year to date. Uh, Is this thing going to continue? Is this thing going to last? Well, it feels good for sure. And thanks for having me on. Great to be on with Nancy as well. Um, So at this point in time, we are in a soft landing patch mm. currently. The Atlanta Fed GDP now is running about 2.4%. Of course, we get GDP this week, so we'll see if that's, con- if that's confirmed. But it's led by the consumer. We've talked about the consumer for a very long time, how they've been resilient and how that is tied to jobs and wages. And that is really at the heart of why the consumer is spending, and they are spending. Uh, housing, we're at new home sales at a new year, a one year high. Auto sales were up 16.1% in June year over year. And of course, we know the services story very, very well. And I look at this one data point, the Fed's financial accounts as of the end of the first quarter and plus current asset prices. And that has led to house, household sector wealth of $157 trillion. The consumer's feeling good. They're spending. And the interesting thing is we're hearing it confirmed by companies. Earnings season is just upon us, right? And we've heard from Synchrony, PNC, J.P. Morgan, Wells Fargo, American Express, all of these companies. They're at the front line of what the consumer is doing. And every single conference call I've listened to, they say the consumer is fine. Maybe it slows down the road. We'll have to see. But for now, the economy remains in a soft landing patch. That's good for, for stocks. Earnings are coming in better than expected, uh, and you know, you know very well that stocks follow profits, right? Mm. And profits right now, they're, they're getting revised higher. And it's a beautiful day up here in the country in Connecticut. Beautiful day. <laughs> so add to that. Stephanie, I wanna, before we get to Nancy, um, John Katsimatidis was a very dear friend. He and his uh, wonderful wife, Margot. Uh, and, of course, the owner of this radio station. John asked me on the radio last night uh, if banks are going to raise their dividends, and if they were, or should they, but if they were going to raise their dividends, 
that would be an indication that they don't see recession. Now, I don't follow it that closely. Uh, Steph, are banks raising dividends or will they raise dividends or are they talking about raising dividends? So the, the largest banks have very strong capital, but because of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, the regulators are going to institute in a couple of weeks new capital rules. And so as a result, all of the banking industry has kind of refrained from raising dividends mm. and buying back stock. A few of them are doing it, but not for the most part. They're waiting to see about the new capital rules. Once mm. we know that, I think you absolutely will see it, especially for the big six. They are very, very healthy. They just reported very good earnings. And so, yeah, I do think we got to get through this one event. And, oh, by the way, I don't think the regionals are going to they're going to they're not going to fare that well in this situation. And there are going to be some that may have to raise capital as a result. So just keep an eye on that. But the big ones are just fine. And I expect that them to resume uh, their dividend policies. Nancy Tangler, across the board, are there any unusual dividend activity? Um, well, good morning from a, a beautiful day in Lake Tahoe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you, were, by yeah. the way, you were terrific last night on the show. You were, ter- and Thank you were you. very kind to Jim Urio. <laughs> I love di- Jim Urio. A different point of view, but <laughs> you just did love a fabulous him. job. You know, I got it, it's painful to me that I can't have Stephanie Link on my show. I mean, it's it's a it's an emotionally wrenching thought. She just I cannot get her on my show uh, because she's affiliated with another network, and we're clobbering that network in ratings. But anyway, I digress. Uh, dividends, Nancy Tangler. Dividends. Well, I mean, we have seen pretty healthy growth across the board, uh, ex the banks, uh, as, as Steph point, pointed out. But um, you know, we're we're looking for companies that are setting their dividend policy based on what they think long term sustainable earnings power is. And that gives us a great shortcut to what management thinks about earnings because Wall Street is always wrong to the tune of about two-thirds of the time. But we, we've seen some pretty strong um, increases in industrials. Uh, some of the consumer names have, have um, chimed in. But effectively, uh, I think the market is, is pausing um, in general to see how we get through these next couple of weeks because mm-hmm. there are a number of major um economic data points, and then we've got the Fed, and as Stephanie pointed out, we have GDP. And so I think, you know, many investors are sitting and waiting, and you see that with cash on the sidelines. But where there are dividends, we've seen pretty strong growth, and particularly in energy over the last year. A lot of special dividends that have really goosed up uh, the payouts for those stocks. But the payout ratio in general for the market is pretty low based on history. I think when Mm -hmm. I got in, it was 50, 60 percent, and now we're hovering in the 30, 40 percent uh, hmm. range. So there's there's plenty of room, plenty of cash, pr- plenty of free cash flow in the companies that we're, um, we own and uh, continue to look, look So that's for. a that's a healthy sign for the economy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, you, if I, you've I think got so. a lot of cash flow, just look, look at that, for example. Uh, so there's plenty of liquidity out there. Um, there's no big contraction uh, where... Uh, Cash flow is falling, dividends is falling, retained earnings is falling. I mean, we're not seeing those signs. Well, right. And then remember, too, that many of these companies, you know, issue debt at super low levels. The federal government should probably stand up and take, pay attention to that <laughs> instead of what we're about to see, which is the federal government um, 
just for interest payments alone, we're going to see just ballooning issuance of treasuries. But these companies are financially, their balance sheets are in good in good shape, and and so is the consumer. As Stephanie mm-hmm. pointed out, baby boomers are still, you know, their net worth is seventy five trillion dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to drag them back to the workforce, that's for sure. Stephanie. <clears throat> Just the the last segment uh, before you folks, uh, John Carney of Breitbart, we were telling you about two negative factors, and I want to get a take on that. One is the index of leading indicators from the conference board uh, has fallen 15 consecutive months, uh, and it's a very steep decline, and it's a widespread decline in their 10 indicators. And then, of course, the yield curve remains uh, you know, steeply inverted and negative. Those are traditionally recession signs. What do you make of it? There's no question about it, uh, that these are the negatives. Uh, and, and, but I, I point out again to the, to the consumer, which is still really very healthy, and that's 70% of GDP. And so we are very closely, all of us are watching the consumer, and all of us are watching the job market, because as long as the job market stays tight, then... We have time. Now, I'm not saying that in six to eight months from now, things don't get worse. It probably are going to get worse than where we are from here. Hmm. But I don't know if it's uh, a slam dunk on, on, on recession because there still is, Larry, a lot of stimulus in the economy, hmm. right? And it takes yeah. a really long time to get into the economy, and it takes hmm. a long time to get out. So I think there's enough momentum right now uh, so that we are able to offset some of these leading indicators um, and, and I think that, yeah, I mean, we're all bothered by the yield curve inversion. Uh, and it's about, it's been about a year, right? A little over a year since it started to invert. So usually it's about, what, 18 to 24 months before you see a recession. We'll have to see. But watch right. jobs, watch wages, and watch the consumer. All right. Quick break. Got to take the commercial break, uh, capitalists that we are. Stephanie Link, Chief Investment Strategist of Hightower Advisors, Head of Investment Solutions, and Nancy Tengler, CEO and CIO of Lafford Tengler Investments. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. 